listening to The Terrific Teacherpreneur, a podcast for teachers looking to grow a successful online business. Your host, Alex, was able to transform her Teachers Pay Teachers store from a small side hustle into a profitable full-time business. She now helps other teachers do the same. Listen along for actionable tips and helpful wisdom about business and marketing as a teacherpreneur. Here's your host, Alex. Hello and welcome to the Terrific Teacherpreneur podcast. Today we are going to be talking all about previews. I want to sort of tell you a little bit about what previews are, answer the question of you know whether you need one, um, tell you about how to make them and upload them and protect them and kind of really tell you about how to make them better too. Um, they are super important and let's let's just dive straight in. Just to clarify, for any brand new sellers who are a little bit confused, you might not know what a preview is exactly. And I, I want to clarify that because I know when you're new, you might think, you see all these pictures and things you've got to upload. And sometimes people are hesitant because they just don't understand the difference. So we are essentially given quite a few ways to help buyers understand our product before they purchase. We have a cover, we've got thumbnails, we've got description and we've got a preview. And the cover and the thumbnails are those small squares that are basically intended to give you a little bit of an overview of the resource, like literally what it is. Here's the title, here's a picture, like here's a little snippet of what you're going to get to see, a little screenshot, a little photo. But the preview is something a little bit different. It's often a PDF. Um, You can obviously upload pictures too, but I really do think it's just something different from a thumbnail. It's so much more than just a little photo. It's supposed to be that much more detailed. So the difference really is the size in that sense. Um, Thumbnails are very small. I mean, they're made kind of slightly blurry by TBT to protect our work. But previews are big. They are clear. They are close up. And, And you can use a preview to show like a full page of your product or more. Um, so that a buyer can actually see the quality of your work up close. You can also show lots of screenshots and kind of give a big picture of everything that's included in your product. It's it's very different to a thumbnail. And I think we need to acknowledge that distinction because it plays a big role in how we create these features of our listing and how they work for us. And if you don't really understand that difference and you treat them the same and you upload your thumbnail as a preview and you don't make an effort with a preview and you it will hinder you. So it's important to know that difference. But let's dive into the important question. Do you need a preview? And I think you know what I'm going to say because the answer is yes, yes, and yes again. But you'd be surprised how many people don't do previews. Sometimes new sellers kind of, like I said, they don't understand what it is. or Maybe they just get a bit confused and overwhelmed. I know that some experienced sellers don't do it by choice because they don't want people to like plagiarize them or something. Um, you know, they don't want to give away too much. But that is concerning to me because previews are hugely important to your success on TPT and your sales. And I really think it's a risky move to skip something like that. I, that's what I think anyway. TPT in the past has confirmed that over 60% of buyers won't purchase without seeing a preview. And if you don't believe that, like you just want to kind of hear it from someone else, by all means, feel free to ask around or ask yourself even. If you were going to hand over money to someone, would you do it not really knowing what you're going to get? Probably not. We want to know what we're going to get. Thumbnails are small. They're kind of blurry. 
descriptions are just words. They take a while to read. People don't often read them. Buyers need a clear visual look at your product to help them make that purchase decision. So I think, yeah, what holds people back from making them is sometimes it's laziness. Maybe you just can't be bothered. Maybe you're paranoid about theft, but don't. Don't miss out on those 60% of buyers. I mean, this is not a small amount. This is a lot of buyers that might not buy from you because you chose not to have one. And that's that's, in my view, that's a bit of a concern. But I want you to think of it this way. It's not just about having one. Like you might be listening right now, nodding and thinking, no, it's all good. I have previews, but it's about having a good one because those 60% of people that are really wanting to see a preview in order to purchase, they want to see a good preview. So I'm hoping that this inspires you not only to make sure you always do them, but to make sure that you do them well. I want to break down really quick how to make a preview because it can be quite simple. I personally use PowerPoint, but I know that lots of people use Canva and Keynote and other programs. It really doesn't matter. But I really do just copy and paste things from my product. I share pages and screenshots and things from my product. It doesn't actually take me a crazy amount of time. I often show a few full worksheets up close. So what I mean by that is I literally copy like a slide from my PowerPoint, one of my worksheets, the full worksheet. I might do one, two, three, I don't know, however many. More than one is probably best, but a couple of pages, say, of my activities. And they can see the full page up close. Why am I doing this? Because I want the buyer to get an idea of the quality of my work. I know that people are paranoid about theft and plagiarism and all this kind of stuff, but you want that buyer to be able to look at that page and see it really crisp and clear and up close. Not like a blurry thumbnail, not a tiny screenshot, but an actual full page because they can see, well, this is the quality I'm going to get if I hand over my money, basically. Now, before you think, oh my goodness, I don't want to share full pages of my product. Like, that's crazy, Alex. What are you talking about? Obviously, we're going to watermark and protect them. Don't worry. I'm going to talk about that. People aren't going to be able to like steal your worksheet or get it for free or anything in theory. But I do think that that's a crucial part of it. And that's what I do for every one of my listings is that I really do try to show, you know, some of my activities up close. Because here's the thing, if you're going to show a tiny screenshot or something blurry or small or lackluster, why bother, basically? Because that's what the thumbnail is. The thumbnail is this tiny little blurry square. TPT has given us an option to push people further along our funnel. If you think of your TPT listing like a traditional marketing funnel, because them seeing the cover and finding you in search, they're being exposed to you. And once they go past that hurdle, you know, they they found you, they found you in search because you've got good keywords or they came to you from Pinterest or whatever, you know, you got them into there, into that funnel. Um, They liked your cover, they got your listing. Like that's such a massive milestone. Honestly, it is just getting them there is so hard, I swear. And when they're there, you don't want to lose them. You want to push them through. You want them to look at your thumbnails. If you don't have thumbnails or you don't have great ones, they might just leave. So that's the next layer. And once you've got them loving your thumbnails, we want them looking at the preview. And once they like the preview, that's when they start considering purchasing. And we don't want to lose them at any point on this journey. And it's, I guess, really think about it. You worked so hard to get them there. Don't lose them at this last hurdle, which is getting that preview to purchase conversion. So basically... I show up close so they get a bit of an idea of the quality of my work. I don't just want them to be squinting at a tiny screenshot. However, the next step that I also often do is I do show some small screenshots. And the reason I do that is to give a big picture. 
so that they can see far away like over the overview of what's included okay so yeah I've looked at one worksheet I know I like the quality of her work but now I want to see well what else am I getting in this pack you know it says 20 worksheets well what else and if I show a few extra screenshots they can see the other types of activities and they can see how many is included I want you to think of it this way on your listing in your description or in the page number section you might tell them it has 20 pages but that's just words. That's not going to help them in their mind visualize that value. If they look into your preview and one of your preview pages shows, you know, 5, 10, 20 screenshots, it's showing like the worksheets and the activities that translates in their mind to that value because they can see, wow, look at all this stuff I'm going to get. Look at all these activities. Um, we need to wow them basically. And you need to I guess be really harsh with yourself and ask yourself, is my preview that wow worthy? you know, would I be that tempted to buy this or not? But yeah, basically, that's kind of what I'm doing. I'm trying to show like how many things are included, what there is overall as well. A lot of my old listings just have a couple of pages shown, like, you know, three worksheets up close, they're watermarked. Um, But lately, a lot of my updates and my newer ones, I I might show a full close-up page. And then the next page, I layer some screenshots to show some of the other activities. To say one of the activities is a reading passage, I'll show that up close and then the next page I'll show some little mini screenshots of the other reading passages and then the third page it shows a big up close version of the cut and paste activity so they can see oh this is the cut and paste types of activities. I don't need to show every single one they're all pretty similar so the next page will just be a few more screenshots of the other different cut and paste activities you get the gist but big small far away close up they're getting an idea of what they're getting and I want them to close that preview knowing exactly all the activities that are included and what they're going to get and what they look like up close here is the absolute harsh truth I'm really gonna (laughs) call you out on this basically um a lot of the reason that people don't leave you reviews or or leave you bad reviews could actually be your preview. I mean, yes, sometimes people leave a, a bad review because there was something in your product that, you know, there's a typo or there's some other issue, whatever. But I would say a lot of the time, if you've ever received one of those comments that's like, oh, this is not what I expected, or I thought there was going to be this. I wanted there to have this feature. Why, you know, why didn't it look like what I thought it was going to look like basically and they are telling you that your preview probably wasn't good enough and and what I'm saying with that is if you have an amazing preview something that is really detailed and and shows everything in the product it shows the quality of your work it's really amazing in theory when they click to buy from you and they download your resource when they open it up they are just confirming what they already know oh yeah, it's all there. It all looks fine. All right, I can save that in my folder, file it away for later. I'll use it on Monday kind of thing. And then off they go, they move on. Go make themselves a cup of coffee. But if your preview isn't that great and it doesn't really show enough, but for, by some miracle, the buyer actually did buy from you. They were just really desperate and they really needed a resource and they bought from you, but they downloaded it and then they opened that document it's like a big mystery to them because they didn't know what it was really going to include. And as they're scrolling through, they're like, oh, or, oh, that's good. Or, oh, mm, that's not that great. Or where's the bit that I wanted? Or that's not what I expected. Why doesn't it have that? This doesn't look as good as I thought it was going to be. This is really bad quality. Why is it blurry? What's that there? They're, instead of a confirmation of purchase that's like, yes, I like this, all good to go. 
they are now questioning things because it's not what they imagined. It's not what they knew it was going to be. I mean, if I told you to go in person into a shopping mall or something, I said, you know, go, here's like 50 bucks, go and buy yourself some stuff from Target. And I said, well, you've actually got to be blindfolded. You've just got to like, you know, pick up things off shelves and just hope it's good. When you get home and you look through, there's going to be some layers of disappointment there because you didn't really, you know, imagined all these really cool things from Target and then you actually picked up this random stuff that wasn't that great and you're disappointed. But if I sent you in there without the blindfold and you were able to look around, pick things up, feel things in your hands, try them on, look closely, um, when you get home and open that bag, you're just looking at all the amazing things you bought and you're probably smiling with joy. That's kind of what I think a preview's like. If you take away anything from this podcast episode, I want it to be that you want your buyers to just be confirming that what they bought is exactly what they want and not feeling disappointed that what they bought doesn't match what they thought it was going to be. I um, I do apologize. I feel like I'm being very like harsh in some of these <laughs> things I'm saying today, but I guess I am, I'm calling you out and I'm calling myself out too. Believe you me, I have a lot of previews that need fixing. But I feel like this is something that we all need to work on. So I'm, yeah, I'm being harsh and I'm being truthful today on that. And um, there we go. But I want to now break down a little bit about protecting your work because some of you may be listening and I know there are some people out there that are very capable of making an amazing preview, but they aren't doing it by choice because of plagiarism and, and theft and things like that. So let's let's talk about that for a minute or so. A lot of quite seasoned sellers do this. I I see I go to their listings and they have a cover and that's it. No thumbnails, no previews, nothing. Or maybe they'll just have a preview or just a video preview or one thumbnail. But it's never quite everything. And I've always wondered why. Why would you not want your buyers to see what they're going to get? But I know that there is a very justified fear. A fear that other sellers are going to copy you. Fear that a buyer might you know, just make it themselves or, or download something or somehow screenshot it or steal it. Um, a lot of dodgy stuff happens. And I want to say that I understand. I want to say that I, I understand that fear. It is valid. It is justified. I'm not going to downplay that. It's very real. It's a very real concern on TPT that there are unscrupulous people who can and they will do dodgy things. But I want you to look at it from this perspective, those unscrupulous people are actually a very, very small amount of the people that are actually viewing your listing or buying it or doing things with your listing. Um, they are just a grain of sand. But the rest of your views on that beach, they are real, genuine teachers that need your help. So say you have 100 views on your listing. I can tell you right now, like 90 something of those people are teachers who need you. They need your resource. They need support. They are crying out for help. They are struggling to teach a certain concept. They are in desperate need of a certain lesson plan or activity. They need their problem solved. They are on TPT not because they think it's fun and they want to spend their evenings and weekends doing it. No, they want to be enjoying their lives, but they need help in this career because, yeah, unfortunately, (laughs) teaching ain't something where it's all provided to us you know, for free or anything like that. A lot of these teachers want help from you. They need it. And I want you to understand that because I want you to forget that there's this tiny amount of people and focus on the 
big group of people that need your help that huge 90 something percent of people that actually just genuinely want to buy your resource those dodgy people those horrible people I promise they're just a small amount of people and it's not worth it it's not worth you stressing about it's not worth ruining your business it's not worth losing sales and I'll say that it's not worth losing sales we're in this business to make money that's okay if we weren't everything would be free it's not we're charging paid products in our stores because we are growing a business and we want to make money and that's okay how are you going to make money if you treat everybody like an unscrupulous plagiarist an unscrupulous seller that's trying to copy you instead of treating them like what they are which is buyers that need help teachers that need help from you So I'm not denying that there are some dodgy people out there, but I don't want you to fixate on those small group of people and and let that ruin things for you. They are such a small amount. And you know what the harsh truth is? You can try and do everything in your power to stop them, whether that's protecting everything or not having previews and all that kind of stuff. And the really harsh truth is if they want to find a way, they will. Those dodgy people that might steal your ideas or do stuff, I promise you they'll find a way if they want to. So don't fight it. Just focus on the people you can help. Focus on the good that you can do. I know this is a bit of a pep talk I've kind of (laughs) digressed into, but that's how I feel. I've I've gotten to that point in my business now where I'm like, I'm not going to dwell on these negative people and try and fight the battle that I can't win with this tiny amount of people. I'm going to help the people that need my help. So that is my little pep talk about why you need to have all this stuff and not fixate on the, the plagiarism and the theft and all that. So the truth is a sneaky buyer or seller could download, print, screenshot and do dodgy things. They can and they will. Unfortunately, they can like lift clip art and do things like that. So that's why it's important to protect our work, but just don't go so far as not even having it. The first step is obviously to add watermarks. I tend to just add a shape in PowerPoint, like a a square or a circle, and I make it transparent in the format settings. It's usually just gray or something. I, um, you know, make it so that basically they can still see what's underneath, but they're not just going to like print my stuff and get it for free. And I write the word preview on top. So I'm watermarking, but I also actually protect my previews by flattening and securing them. So I use Flatpak which is a program you can get on TBT from Bearwood Labs. Just go ahead and search for it if you'd like to purchase it. I bought it during the sale because it's it's an investment, obviously. I know that Adobe and there's other programs out there that can flatten and secure for you, but I'm all about, you know, doing things that you can afford as well. So I couldn't afford Flatpak when I was a new seller and that is okay. I manually just saved my powerpoint slides as jpegs and reinserted them so that they were flattened and that nobody could like lift things or move things around but yeah the important thing is you you want to be securing your work so password protecting it and doing all that stuff is important too so i do suggest you do that and a pro tip i'll just give you is make a template i have a powerpoint template with my watermark saved and i can just open it up copy and paste it and throw it on my previews and i don't have to like manually make that shape every time so woohoo definitely do that so yeah, that's the that's the basics of the flattening and securing and stuff. So obviously that's something you want to do. I think I kind of just want to summarize here the takeaways I really want you to have from this episode. I apologize profusely that it has been kind of pep talk, TED talk, kind of harsh truth ranting at some points. Um, I can get like that. I get very passionate about things, but I I want to help. I'm here to support and I, I want to hopefully inspire you and motivate you to grow your business and and make things better so I hope that's okay (laughs) 
But yeah, in summary, make sure that you have previews. For all the reasons I said, the 60% that won't buy without them. But just having them and making them good is so important for ensuring you get that sale. Um, if, you ever, if you've ever had a really low conversion on a product, you know, one or two percent, under three percent, that kind of thing, maybe the preview is something to fix because maybe it's not persuading people to actually convert to a sale. They are viewing your listing, but they ain't interested in actually buying. And why is that? It's probably your preview. Your preview is one of the biggest things that leads to conversions. So if you've got a conversion you want to fix and work on, I would say previews would be the first step. Even on ones with high conversions, trust me, you want to be optimizing your previews. If you have listened to this and you're feeling kind of overwhelmed, like, oh my goodness, Alex, now I've got to go and like fix previews on 100 products, don't be. I don't want to ever sit here and be the person that makes you panic and freak out and feel overwhelmed. That is not my goal. Take this and just say, okay, this is something I want to work on, but this is a long-term goal. So set that as something you're going to gradually work on. Maybe you'll just make better previews from now onwards on your newer products. And maybe you'll set aside a little bit of time each week for one resource and you'll just work on a preview each week and and tweak it and make it better and and just gradually work on that over the next few months and years. It doesn't have to be this sit down and do it all at once. But if you have the time, by all means, maybe set aside a morning or a day or something, a couple of hours where you're like, I'm going to batch previews and just make a bunch of previews. It doesn't have to be hard. You can make really simple ones like I do. Or you can make really complicated, intricate ones that include your product photography and have like persuasive copy and and written words where you write, yeah, this is no prep. You're going to love it. And it has 25 pages and this activity has this. You can make it as intricate or as simple as you want. But I think just making sure it's good is the most important thing, making sure that you have it and that it shows everything and really gives a good idea of your product. That's the most important thing. Um, But like I said, it can be a gradual project. My suggestion is this. Go and look at your store and be wise about which ones you update. You don't need to update every single preview right now. Why don't you choose the ones that matter? So like I said, maybe going for the ones with the lowest conversion. Go and look at 10 resources that you have that have your lowest conversion or 10 or 20 that you have that are your worst sellers. Maybe those are the ones to update because you can really just put in this tiny amount of effort now and actually bring yourself more sales in the coming months and years. So it would be a great use of your time. The other thing I would suggest is bestsellers. Hands down, anytime you're ever updating something, bestsellers are where to start because those are the ones that are getting the most views. So say you have a product that's a worse seller and it only has like 50 views. Nobody's even really looking at it. Like uh, updating the preview on that doesn't have to be like the most important thing you do because ultimately you might want to get more views on it first. Um, But if you have a product that's got like 500 views and it's just a worse seller, it's got a low conversion of like 1%, nobody's really buying it, that might be a good one to throw a preview up on because you know that it's getting views, but it's just not getting conversions. And it's just, it's been around a while, but it needs a bit of help. And then, yeah, the other thing, bestsellers every time, because bestsellers are the ones that actually have eyes on them. Your best-selling product right now could have hundreds or thousands or tens of thousands of views on it. Uh, However long you've been doing this, it depends. But that product is getting seen every day. And every time it's being seen, it's not being purchased. So how can we get those people to purchase? So I guess the most profitable, like highest return on investment would probably be for you to right now stop listening and go and make 
the best preview you can physically make for your best-selling product, that would probably convert to literal money within the next hour, day, week, month, whatever. Highest return on investment, hands down, would be probably doing your best sellers. But doing your lowest converting or worst sellers is also a great opportunity too. And you could start with those and then just work your way through the rest gradually. But I hope that you feel inspired. I apologize this episode has been a bit longer than usual. Clearly previews are something I can't stop talking about. Uh, Feel free to head on over to my blog. I will put a link in the show notes if you want to see a blog post version of this. It's kind of similar to this episode because I talk about how to make a preview. So if you haven't been writing notes and you just want to go and double check what I've been saying, you certainly can. But yeah, I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. I hope you feel inspired to start making some top-notch, amazing previews. And I'm happy for you because I promise when you do this, this will start bringing you money in the future. And I'm really, really excited for you for that. (laughs) Have a terrific day. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Terrific Teacherpreneur. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Come back for more actionable tips and helpful wisdom in the next episode with your host, Alex. Until then.